Today, a federal judge pushes for the DOJ to launch a civil rights probe into the treatment of January 6th detainees. Uh, Jen Psaki says Joe Biden wants to make a fundamental change to the American economy. It's almost like they're saying the quiet parts out loud. Uh, also, my dog will make an appearance. And the mother of all caravans is heading for the southern border. It is going to be quite a show, obviously. We've got a lot coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, uh, joined by Sadie, as you saw <laughs> earlier. Uh, also joined by the author of the new book, which you need in your life right now, Am I Crazy? Mr. Chad Prather, also host, of course, of the Chad Prather Show here at Blaze TV. Bestseller! It's good to have you. This good to is, be here. Really, you guys need to pick this up. Chad, t- I mean, this it is... It is my uh, guide, my common sense guide to the end of the world as we know it. So everyone needs it. Which is, well, obviously... It's like, crumbling it's around us yeah. culturally. Yeah, so yeah, it's, it's get coming. the book. I can't wait to get into the, uh, the fundamental changes that the Biden administration wants to make <laughs> uh, for the economy. So it is coming, the end of the world. You're going to need this book to know how to, uh, how to deal with it. Go to watchchad.com. Uh, make sure that you pick one up today. But also, is it, joined is, isn't the answer obvious? Is it 300 pages of just yes? yes no, it, yes. It, 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 like the foreword, which is written by my mother, goes ahead and answers the question in the first paragraph. We know I'm crazy, but you got to be the right kind of crazy to deal with uh, with what we're dealing with here. So, well, yeah. that's fair. No yeah. question, I'm I'm nuts. But at least you know it. Oh yeah. The first step is admitting. I make crazy look good. <laughs> um, all right, so. A federal judge is pushing for the Biden's uh, Biden's Department of Justice to launch a civil rights investigation into the treatment of January 6 detainees. This was after uh, he found that the warden of a D.C. jail and the director of the D.C. Department of Corrections in contempt. Uh, apparently, one of the defendants received a, a broken wrist and uh, jail officials failed to turn over information needed to approve surgery that was recommended four months ago for that broken wrist. Uh, The judge said the failure of D.C. officials to turn over medical records is more than just inept and bureaucratic jostling of papers. Uh, I find that the civil rights of the defendant have been abused. I don't know if it's because he's a January 6th defendant or not, but I find this matter should be referred to the Attorney General of the United States for a civil rights investigation into whether the D.C. Department of Corrections is violating the civil rights of January 6th defendants in this and maybe other cases. He called this uh, inexcusable. And this goes along with everything that we have seen with all of the uh, January 6th detainees. We've heard reports that they are not being allowed access to attorneys, to visitors, uh, being afforded due process rights that all other detainees would get. These people, we've heard, are not getting them. So now at least there is a federal judge who is pushing the DOJ to launch the civil rights probe. Something tells me it's not going to happen because... Why would Merrick Garland, why would they want to give any rights to white supremacists like you guys? Yeah, like us guys. Yeah. Is that what you said? Yeah. God, I'm a white heterosexual have Christian wor- male. I'm a public enemy number one. Have you worn the red hat? If so, you They don't fit my big be. head. They don't fit my big head. Um, so, I mean, they say they don't know if, they, if the judge even knows if this is about the insurrection or, or quote-unquote insurrection or anything else. Yeah, I mean, he, nobody he yet that. has been... 
found guilty of insurrection at this point, right? That's so fair. Unlawful th- parading, though, which yes. is crazy. Yeah. I mean, Whoa. out of control. Woo. Yeah, reel in those... Uh, you definitely your, should be in solitary confinement for that one. Unlawful parading, yeah, it's yeah. a big deal. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the, I, you know, this, like, obviously, <laughs> anybody's civil liberties that are being violated in the prison system, whatever, any, they have to be investigated. They should be investigated mm-hmm. in a situation like this. Uh, of course, they have to keep up a narrative. We know that. They have to make sure that uh, the guilty before proven innocent remain guilty uh they got to stay guilty until they're proven guilty and they're going to make sure that they come up with something to mm-hmm. make them guilty mm-hmm. uh so I, this doesn't surprise me um yeah i mean this is this is where we are in america this is the worst crime that has ever been uh, that has befallen the american uh culture and and you know gosh this is the Since worst thing forget bombings of, right. of capitol buildings forget you know invasions of federal buildings during the kavanaugh hearing this this bunch of rednecks with uh, Grand Poobah hats on their head, you know, <laughs> running around uh, in, in Congress. That, that's the worst that, that ever happened. Let's just face it. Did you guys Horrible see, humans. Did you guys see the, um, who was it, Wolf Blitzer, who took a picture yeah. over by the Capitol so not brave. that long ago? Yeah. So brave. Only nine months since January 6th has happened. And just like such a, you know, d- he tried to make it sound so poetic. <laughs> As if it was just such a horrible, you know, so many, so many lives were lost that day. So much violence, so much fighting. And uh, yet that's not actually what happened. Yeah, I'm sure he still wakes up in, with night terrors every night. He probably does. <laughs> yeah. AOC uh, does. AOC. Yeah, she does. Yeah, she gets PTSD. <laughs> well, she has therapy. She needs therapy for a lot many, of things. Many reasons, I think. <laughs> so. um, yeah, I'm just going to say it. Yes, of course, it's because of he was a January 6th arrestee. Um, connect the dots here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the lawyers for these guys have been pleading for months and months and months. By and large, the media has ignored it, um, except for a few outlets, but not the big named outlets. Um, and the things that you went through, some of them, Sarah, the, the things they detailed included them getting the crap beat out of them. Yeah. I don't know if it was by guards, other inmates, were they allowed to beat the crap out of them? I don't know. And no one really does know because the lawyers weren't even getting proper access to their clients, nor were they given proper documentation from uh, some of these uh, incarcerated uh, these prisons. Um, So, yeah, I think it's exactly what this has to do. And now we have a case where a lawyer says their civil rights were being uh, messed with. Right. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Further connect the dots down the line. How many more of these cases are there like that? I, but it's just it's getting ignored. It's absolute crap. And I do believe that there's a very specific reason why Mayor Garland was made attorney general. Mm-hmm. He was the guy that went after all these right wing militias back in the 90s. He was the guy they picked him very specifically for that image and that message for terrorists like you because you believe in the Bill of Rights or because of your skin color or your religion. You are white. You are a, you are an extremist. Um, you know, you're a terrorist like, you know, those really crazy people like parents that feel like they should have a say in their kids. Uh, you know, education. How those guys dare are insane, they? right? How dare they? But you see what they're doing. We've been saying this from the start. This is all for, they're classifying us all into, you know, the people that actually broke down the walls and went into the into the Capitol, they want you, you know, if they're Oath Keepers or whatever the heck they were, they want the entire conservative movement to be that image. Yeah. And they've got the attorney general to further that narrative. And now we're seeing it with the FBI and DOJ. They're continuing on that line. You are enemy number one for them. 
So I alluded facetiously to the uh, storming of the federal building during the riot in the Kavanaugh hearings. They made 150 arrests in, in that. We don't hear anything about any follow-up in regards to that, right? That was a slap on the wrist. Boom, turn them back out. Uh, they weren't labeled insurrectionists. They weren't labeled in any way trying to overthrow the government. They they did, I mean, 150 arrests, federal building. Well, what's the difference? Um, there was no congressional committee going no, after Exactly. <laughs> I mean, this, this, this kind of thing that we're dealing with today, again, it goes back to the whole thing that I've said for years and years. If you can label somebody, you can categorize them. Mm -hmm. If you can categorize them, you put them in a box, you put them on yep. the shelf, deal with them however you want to, but it all goes back to the to the label that's on the box, right? Mm -hmm. We're all now insurrectionists. No legitimate conservative voice with a legitimate platform of any size has condoned the actions yep. of January 6th. We certainly don't. Uh, it should never have happened, but this is carrying this thing to a narrative uh, and, and it's the same as making ideology into policy. That's exactly what they're doing. You know what's scary to me about all this is the left, look how the left has played going back decades and decades, 100 years. Um, they achieve what they want through violence. They get violence in some manner, however they can, whether it's workers of the world unite, rise up and take out the landowners, or in this case, I think it's coercion. Yeah. Little, little nips, look what's happening in places like Australia. People are pissed, they're starting to fight back against cops. Mm -hmm. um, in Italy, uh, I can't remember who was just over there, but maybe it was Nancy Pelosi, I can't remember. <laughs> but uh, against vaccine mandates, they were freaking right. out, they were, they were burning cars, it was, it was insane. Yeah. What do you, th they're waiting for another January 6th like the moment that is yep. really in the grand scheme of things uh, no it's, just, it's not what they're portraying it to be no, right. okay. but right. they're so, going to make it now yeah, to where they can seize and grab more yes. power and I will tell you sorry um, and they'll uh, go see these people are exactly what we said they were right and right. Lo look at the date we yeah. have coming up November 9th November 9th is just a few weeks away that is the day that the government can legally enforce vaccine mandates so if the company you work for hasn't started fining you for or, or firing you for getting the vaccine what do you think is going to happen when people that are living paycheck to paycheck are now fired because they don't want people telling them what they can stick in their body or not? Mm -hmm. You're going to get in Australia. I hope not. But the possibility is rising for that. Yeah. Or Italy or some of these places where people have had enough. Yeah. The left wants that. They want the chaos. They want to strike back. Yeah, but then how do you how do you get any movement? How do you make any progress? Because it does feel like that is the only way to handle it at this point if those things happen. I tell you, I, the red states have got to find their balls and they've got to come together as a cohesive movement. You know what pissed me off is, uh, so, you know, uh, it was just yesterday, I think, the Biden administration said that they were going to pressure or, or urging some of these courts to go after the Texas abortion bill. Mm -hmm. Why did Texas do this on their own? I'm glad they did. But why did they do it on their own? Why wasn't there a coalition of what? There's at least 25 red states out there that could have said, look, we're moving as one unit. We're all doing this together. You want to go after one governor? That's easy to do. You want to go after 25? That's a lot harder. Yeah. All the conservative governors and attorney generals need to start banding together and say, look, you can have crazy town. You can live under King George. We're not going to do that. We're going our own way. I'm not saying secession or anything like that. You're saying <laughs> Article 5 conventional states. I mean, it's, it's, it's there. I mean, it, it looks, we're at a point right now where until states start to determine uh, or at least re-embrace their sovereignty and protect because they're not protecting our borders. Yeah. I mean, we're being abandoned, right? Look at Texas. Texas is being invaded right now at our southern border. We'll talk about more about this later on. Listen, this this is a this this is um, what is it? Article four, section four, that says, hey, if the if the uh, federal government doesn't step in in the middle of an invasion, the governor becomes the commander in chief, right? It's the governor is the one who's in charge of all of this stuff. We have to live with this. They're encroaching. They're on our doorstep. So to this point, right? Like they're creating a scenario whereby we've got to bubble up. 
and it's going to pop. It's a pressure cooker. Mm -hmm. And they're doing that with these kind of things. They're wanting... And also, I did love those Italian protesters who were chanting F. Joe Biden. Yeah. Were they really? Yeah. 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 Outside the American embassy. Fantastic. It was great. It was great. Uh, okay. So, Chad, being that you are, of course, challenging Greg Abbott mm -hmm. in the primary, we discussed on the show yesterday uh, his new executive order banning vaccine mandates, he says. Right, uh, which sounds good, but it's nonsense. So that's what I would like to give you an opportunity yeah. to speak on that. Okay, so the, the same folks who are applauding this are the same folks who, who hated it when he passed down that... Uh, that uh, unilateral decision to shut businesses down, right? This is the same kind of order that's coming in. The problem is he can't enforce it. If he could enforce it, and he cared about it, since we're in the second special session right. of the Texas legislature right now, he would be pushing this through the House, trying to get it made into a law. Nothing's being said about it on that regard. He wants to make it an executive order. Well, just like uh, Joe Biden couldn't pass down edicts and dictums the other day talking about a, a vax mandate because he's not a tyrant, he's not a dictator, uh, you got to pass that through legislation. Um, that was nothing more than a, than a glorified press release is what that was. So neither can Greg Abbott through the pr process of executive order enforce this. And not only can he not, he won't enforce yeah. this, right? Uh, because Texas is an at-will state, which means if your employers want to fire you, they can do it for any reason. It doesn't have to be over a vaccination. It doesn't have to be over any of that. They can find another reason. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, you wore black shoes today. They fire you. They could do that. So, so he's going to be hard pressed to enforce this. And I wish he had the backbone to actually push through. And it also isn't going to help people who are under a federal contract who are federal, federal employees. Yeah. So damned if you do, damned if you don't. And there's not a, there's not a place. Anybody that got PPP? Remember that? PPP? You, you businesses out there? You all got federal money. So the feds could tell you how to run your business. And, See, that, and that supersedes. Greg Abbott dug himself a hole with, with, his, with his mandates, right? Yeah. Let's think about mandates. You better be careful when you start making them because once you dig that hole, it's hard to get out of them. Yeah. And so you can't play arsonist and firefighter at the same time and say, oh, I'm going to pat myself on the back and I'm going to save you guys from these evil vaccine mandates. Start telling private businesses what to do. It's the same dilemma, the other side of the coin of telling you to shut down. He didn't have a right to do that either. Uh, all right. Well, we've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Hunter Douglas. So I was at a friend's house yesterday and it just happened to be the time of day where the sun was coming in through their like windows right at that spot and I was blinded. Did In angels fact, sing? <laughs> no, they didn't. It just was very uncomfortable and actually almost painful having the sunshine in my eyes. In fact, there's a spot at the studio. Have you guys been there? Yeah. That one time of day where you can't see anything. Like Raiders of the Lost Ark when he's yes, down in that cave. it blinds you. Yeah. You can't see where you're going at a certain time of day. Um, what we need here at the studio and my friend's house is Hunter <laughs> Douglas because uh, Hunter Douglas, they have all different types of uh, shades, window treatments to not only diffuse the sun light cast a really nice glow around uh, the room but also they have this really cool uh, system they have this really cool program with their shades that you can actually program when you want the shades where so when you know that the sun is going to be uh, shining in your face in your window you can set it to automatically reposition for the perfect balance of light privacy and insulation whatever time of day it is so if you guys are looking for new window treatments maybe you're just looking at your room and you're like 
I, we just need to change something. We need an update. Might I suggest, Hunter Douglas, changing the shades, the window treatments, whatever, can make it look like a completely new room. You got to go to HunterDouglas.com slash Y today to take advantage of the Season of Style Rebate Savings event. That is HunterDouglas.com slash Y for limited time savings. You guys are not going to want to sleep on this. This expires December 6th of 2021. HunterDouglas.com slash Y. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki, also known as the poor man's peppermint patty, uh, admitted (laughs) yesterday that Biden is hoping to make a fundamental change to the American economy. Uh, Obviously, those of you who are paying attention may remember something like that uttered by uh, none none other than Barack Obama back in, what was it, 2008? He said that he would uh, fundamentally transform America. Well, it is here. I guess Obama wasn't uh, wasn't happy with his progress last go around. And this is, of course, Obama 2.0 administration. Um, It feels a lot like they're saying the quiet parts out loud at this point. And here is Jen Psaki saying, well, yeah, we're going to use the pandemic as an opportunity to go ahead and fundamentally change the American economy. Watch. The president wants to make fundamental change in our economy, and he feels coming out of the pandemic is exactly the time to do that. And if we don't do it now, if we don't address uh, the cost of child care, to go back to Josh's question earlier, if we don't uh, address the climate crisis, if we don't ensure that universal pre-K is a reality now, uh, we're we're not going to have the same opportunity to do it for some time. Weird, because I feel like the time to... uh take a hit when it comes to the economy is not when you've already taken multiple hits and given out how many millions, trillions of dollars uh, in all of this COVID relief that you've already given to the American people. We're already printing money that we don't have. We already have inflation. It feels a lot like the opposite would be true. And this would actually be not only that we shouldn't be fundamentally transforming the economy, but that if we were going to do that, this would actually be the worst time to do so. (laughs) So it's funny to me that when they talk about fundamentally transforming the economy, they don't mean by lowering the debt or spending less money. They're, They're wanting to justify spending more yeah. so taking us up to 35 trillion in debt i would say that's going to fundamentally <laughs> like not being able to bring ships in off the coast so that we can have goods and our, our stores are got barren shelves i would say the economy is being fundamentally changed i've adopted this philosophy if the biden administration is for it I go the other way. You're I'm going to go the other way because it's one debacle after another it's, it's about to hit critical mass uh, it's going to all hit at one time. Boom. That's why they're keeping Kamala Harris in hiding as best they can to keep her approval ratings at least near the 50 percent uh, because they know that Joe, at some point in time, the whole thing's just going to poof. It's going to implode. <laughs> It's bad. It's really bad. It's really bad. I sh- I, I'm laughing so I don't cry. Laugh so you don't cry. This is, is horrible. Horrifying. Every time they come out, they parade Joe out. He's half dead. <laughs> And then you have his press secretary saying the quiet parts out loud about what they want to do. They've always telegraphed their moves. They always have. Well, that's fair. Jason. What she was just describing was never let a crisis go to waste. And it was a good point for you to bring up Barack Obama in 2008 because they thought that the financial crisis was going to be their crisis, that Mm -hmm. they were going to fundamentally transform the country. They didn't get it done. And, um, I mean, gosh, we've been saying ever since then that 
every for how scary Barack Obama was and how much he wanted to transform the country, he was just really laying the groundwork. It was the next president that came in that was going to do the most damage. Mm -hmm. And they got everything they want. They got a decrepit puppet as a president mm -hmm. um, that's clearly not running the country. Other people are. Probably Barack Obama for his third term. Um, and they're getting him to do whatever they want, just to rubber stamp whatever they want. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that, that's that's pretty telling that, you know, tr fundamentally transform the economy. And you see some people like the new Treasury pick. I can't remember the chick's name uh, that Biden wants to put into the mm -hmm. Treasury, who was Soviet born, Soviet educated. Um, she's written papers Duh. on exactly what she wants to do. Who? Duh. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> uh, that she's written papers on what she would want to do. Mm. And that was to fundamentally transform banking so that it would not look like what you have grown up looking at. So basically, if you want to go to a loan, you wouldn't go to your local bank. That's always been our, 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 um, our action Omarova. there. Is to don't go. Is that what it is? Um, that's what it looks like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But so basically, you wouldn't go to your local bank. Like our our solution's always been to go local. So get out of the big banks, Bank of America, City, all that stuff. Yeah. Go to your local bank, the one that's in your county and you know town. Yeah. Do your banking there. But you wouldn't be able to under their under her plan. Her plan would be if if they get what they want, and this would be fundamentally transformative, would be to eliminate the local bank. You could only go and get loans from the Federal Reserve. Right. I mean, so they could also anything they wanted to track, they could track. Now, that also goes into that IRS reporting of 600 bucks. Um, so yeah. if you have a bank account over 600 bucks, which is pretty much everybody, they could be able to track it. And if you saw Janet Yellen was yesterday, she was saying this has nothing to do about average ordinary citizens. This is about making sure the billionaires stay in line. Mm -hmm. When has a billionaire made a $600 transaction a for tax evasion ever? Yeah. Are you kidding me? This is all about, and look deeper into, into this. And again, I'm, I always, I live in between the lines in the gray area. Yeah. But if they can track anything over 600, if you have a bank account over $600, they can track everything. How many lists can they put you on? How many lists are they building? Go right off to, I, I go right to gun registry. Mm -hmm. Anytime you buy a gun, mm -hmm. they've got it listed right there. You're on a registry. Yeah. That's you how mean, they get it. That's you how mean they get how there. many more lists can they add? <laughs> a to lot. A lot probably from, for from you. We're on. <laughs> <laughs> Am I crazy where books are sold? I'm, uh, I'm buying a lot of $599.99 guns. I'll, I'll tell you that much. I, okay, so on this subject do you feel like we've lost that much of the american population that that many people are going to support this because i don't i may we may have a large chunk of people who are like yeah socialism and climate change and all these things but when they see what that actually means for them i don't feel like they would actually be on board if they were actually knowledgeable about these things I don't feel like they would they would get it right. I don't I don't think that they would latch on to this idea that we need to funda fundamentally transform the economy. Screw I don't them. know. Screw them. I, I go back. Well, to I mean, I'm just, I'm just curious really, uh, because like, are they going to continue supporting this? I just can't believe yeah. that you really think that yeah, they, they, will they, 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 they until are, it's too late. The, so for them, yeah. Um, for them, they, they've already signed on and they don't even know what they're believing in, but they're right. fighting for it out the streets, tooth and nail. They need to have a period of pain. They're going. They, they really do. Folks, but we don't. They need to go through it. <laughs> They need to go through what our parents and grandparents saw under Soviet Union and all yeah. and all those other countries. They witnessed it. They know that stuff doesn't work. That's what I'm saying. When, I, when we go back to, you know, national divorce or, you know, we need to coalesce as, as red America. Um, let the true battle of idea, ideas begin. Yeah. We'll
we'll sh- we'll, uh, fine. We'll put our economy against what you're trying to build. Yeah. I wonder who's going to win. Yeah. So, so we have a whole generation, and I'm not talking about young people. I just a generation, an existence right now of, of cultural whatever wokeism. You know, everything woke turns to you know. We we know the whole thing. Get woke, go broke. <laughs> these folks, these these wokies, you know, and I talk about these kind of things in the book. They're so used to, like, we're so, been so blessed as Americans, right? We've yeah. never experienced pain or persecution or oppression. So people identify themselves by their pain. They have to create oppression in order to be able to identify themselves, to be able to find a sense of identity. Uh, and they've embraced victimhood yes. so much. So they've signed on. They're like, you know, govern me harder, daddy. You know, bring me the hard times. I need the hard times. I, because they know that their so-called pseudo-faux oppression is fake. They need something to really make them hurt at yeah. this point in time. That's why they're embracing these weird inclinations, turning ideologies into policy, as I said earlier. It, and they're, they're okay with that because to them it's an ideal. They've embraced, they've totally gotten on board with the controlled crash of the airplane, which is the American exceptionalism we've come to love and and grow, grow, uh, but they don't understand. They don't understand what's at the end of the train uh, track when they get off the car. They don't, they don't know that because they're not students of history. In short, you're stupid. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Well, more good news headed your way when we uh, get back from the break, including uh, another migrant caravan on the way. First, we want to thank our sponsor. I know they're so great. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Built Bar. So uh, I got it. I'm just going to tell you this. This is going to be just maybe one or a few more warnings from me. If you have not yet gone to Built.com and gotten the churro puffs while they're there, you need to go do that because I don't know when they're coming back. It was a while before they got restocked and they're freaking amazing and i also make no apologies to this guy right here i so uh, hate you over whose this. wife i got addicted to built bar i so hate you over this that's all all the time just yep 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 built bar can you maybe go into sarah's dressing room and get a free box <laughs> of more. I'm like, I'm, i can't it's bad man non-stop i told you that she would love them i gave jason a few of you can get a mix box by the way on the website where you get a couple of each of their flavors and i was like jason <laughs> She's going to love them. Just trust She's me. She's like, it's like I'm cheating, but I'm not. I'm yes, like, exactly. <laughs> 37 bars later. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, I can't speak to if you eat that many bars per day, but what I can say is that these are protein bars, so they're low in calorie, high in protein, but they taste like a candy bar, so you're going to feel like you're cheating on your diet, but you're not. You can go to built.com, use promo code NEWS15. You'll get 15% off of your order over at built.com promo code NEWS15. Uh, All right, so I want to get to the caravan that is headed our way. But before we, just to give some perspective here on what we are dealing with, before we get to the caravan, I would like to get into, uh, there are leaked Border Patrol documents that show a mass release of illegal immigrants into the United States by the Biden administration. So Border Patrol documents were provided uh, by an unnamed source to Fox News, and they show The federal government has released over 70,000 illegal immigrants into the United States since August 6th, including 31,977 released via parole. That's the Uh, biggest one right there. Yes. So that's temporary legal status. They would be eligible for work permits and 94,570 released via NTR since 320. What is NTR, Jason? Oh, notices to report. So that's just, uh, hey, make sure that you show up on this date to this court. You're really going to show up that day, right? Wink, wink. 
oh, they're nowhere to be found on that particular day. Uh, So at least 160,000 illegal immigrants have been released into the United States since March. Things are going swimmingly, guys. And if that wasn't bad enough, you know, uh, can, can I can I comment on that? Yeah, really please, quick? please. So that thirty-one over thirty-one thousand paroled. Yeah. So basically, in layman's almost terms, almost thirty-two thousand. Yeah. That's illegal aliens that came over illegally, mm-hmm. but then they were just granted basically DACA status, right? Right. They were just granted it and given work permits. Yep. So I mean, that right there shows that there is no rule of law at all which and i just want to i'm gonna sound really stupid when i bring this up but hear me out my point is i watch 90 day fiance a lot and the people who come over with the visa that they get uh they're not allowed even when they live here permanently they're not allowed to work for a really long time so we're continuing to penalize the people who are coming over here legally have all the documentation, did it the right way. We're penalizing them and we're not allowing them to work, but you can cross the border illegally and you get a work permit. Right. It makes it makes absolutely no sense. And, and nobody cares to fix this. The, the, the left does not care to fix this. Um, they're happy creating these little little humanitarian crises on the border. Mm-hmm. They, they, they love the chaos. If anyone actually cared, and I've said this from the beginning, they would make becoming United States easier than putting up some kind of stupid law that you have no intention of enforcing and then just letting it go and granting parole every time someone does this. You're not, you're not helping anything. Uh, and I always tell this story, but like my father-in-law came over from Mexico, worked for, good gosh, seemed like 20 years and thousands of dollars yep. in court fees, lawyers. Expensive. It took forever. I was like, what? what? This is ridiculous. Yeah. Look, just make it easier to immigrate to the United States. You can still have quotas. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not oh, saying yeah, you don't right. have quotas. You can still have quotas, yeah. but make it easier to do the process. You yeah. can solve a lot of these problems. I totally agree. Okay, so I want to add into this conversation with all of those illegal immigrants we already know that have been dumped into the country. Uh, there is also about roughly 1,500 miles south of the border. Uh, there are tens of thousands of Haitian and Central American migrants uh, planning to, well, they are forming the mother of all caravans, <laughs> apparently, according to border reports. So they're headed for the border. And uh, they said that uh, the, the migrants will leave for the U.S. in a matter of days, quote, with or without documents in hand. So I, things are going great. And what's going to happen when they get there? I, re- I seem to recall a migrant caravan coming towards the U.S. border when Donald Trump was president, and he was so harsh about it, that just fizzled out Mm -hmm. because they realized they weren't going to get anywhere. Now with the Biden administration... And he made a deal with the governor of Mexico to... For them to basically ha- keep them over there and right. then to, uh, to uh, be right. in charge of relocating right. them back to right. where they're... Right. Um, yeah, I-, I think I also saw in that video, like the leader of that migrant caravan, say that we don't care if the National Guard is there, we're, we're bringing war. Um, That's which, great. Which is kind of ridiculous because he knows the Biden administration. You don't need to bring you know, war. You can just walk across, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. follow the same route the Haitians took. It's, right. it's very simple. Right. It's an open border. Yeah. Just, uh, just walk uh, over. In the middle of the day, too. Yeah, in the middle of the day. It yeah. doesn't and have no, to that, be at night. No, you don't that, have to make it a secret. You don't have to be quiet. And they You're were hopping back and forth, like yeah. bringing in Uber Eats yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, yeah with takeout. Yeah, you get, bring Chinese takeout to their friends. Chad, <laughs> Chad, as uh, the future governor of Texas, what well, say okay, you? let's just say it as a citizen of Texas right now, okay. right? Okay, so because because what is going to happen is the mother of all uh, the mother of all citizen resistance needs to to happen, yes. right? Because the federal government. 
This administration has put a target on the back of Texas. They want nothing more than to see Texas fall. Texas has the size, leverage, power, people, uh, the economy to get Washington, D.C. back on track, to hold their feet to the fire, keep them accountable. They're not California. They're not Illinois. They're not New York. They want us to become those things. So they're okay to watch Texas fall. They want to see us implode because our infrastructure just can't handle this type of migration that's going to come through on the part of these illegals. So it's time for Texans to rise up. We need to have militias. We need to have state guard. We need to have citizens who are equipped, prepared, and ready to defend their land, defend their property, defend their homes, defend their ranches, uh, defend this border. And, and I know that's not politically correct, but I really don't care at this point. I mean, at some point in time, listen, when they're raping your, you know, I, and again, I say this over and over again, and I don't apologize for it. This isn't, these aren't Guatemalans coming. These are Haitians. This Google Haiti. I mean, even if they were Guatemalans coming, they, as, I, I as, as if every I, Guatemalan is a, is a good person. No, this is a whole other level. You don't level, have to though. vet them. You know, I mean, I mean, I spent years in Honduras. I mean, yeah. you know how many people I knew that didn't have their arms because so they got into a bar fight and right. somebody hacked them with a machete. Right. I mean, everybody it's carries a, a machete down. It's a different there. culture. This is a whole different culture. You don't. You're not ready for this level of craziness. Uh, apparently, these Haitians are magic. They can walk on water. They got here from an island nation, <laughs> and here they come in mass, right? So they're they're being brought here. They're not coming here. They're being brought here. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's going to be a violation. This is a violent group of people. These people know violence. They, they know how to use language like we, we're ready for war because they, they're coming out of war-torn places already. So what do you want to do? I mean, we, we want to pussyfoot around. Are they going to obey our legislation? Are they going to obey our little edicts and our dictums that say, no, we're not going to let you come across? No, no. They understand force. They understand uh, resistance, and that's what we have to give them. And well, but Joe Biden's not going to give it to him. No. And ha but how and also, how can you expect someone to respect our laws when we rewarded them for disrespecting for breaking the, law the laws in the first place? They don't yeah. care about the rule of law. Right. We're not enforcing the laws that are on the books. And look, and Greg Abbott and all these, they're not doing it in the state of Texas. They're not mm -hmm. enforcing these laws. He bows as soon as somebody pushes back on him. Uh, oh, no, a lawsuit. Yeah, I mean, a yeah, Merrick lawsuit. Garland's Never coming mind. after me. Whoopee, woohoo. Uh, at some point in time, it, it's look. You can, you, can either, you can either stand up, and, and look, I know what I'm talking about because Kenny County right now in South Texas, Kenny County, which borders Valverde, which of course is the epicenter there in Del Rio. Kenny County, you know, earlier uh, in months ago when I was down there, I met with Brad Coe, the sheriff there, and, and what they were planning on doing, they were going to hire security contractors from Afghanistan and, and, and Iraq, these guys, they were going to defend their own border. Now what they're doing is they're actually saying, we're recruiting veterans, come down here. We want you to come down here. We're going to defend our own border. Uh, you'll hear about it in the news pretty soon because they've asked and asked and asked for, for uh, state help. They're not getting it. DPS isn't coming down there. Greg Abbott's not sending anybody down there. So I've been on the phone with them all day today. They, they're like, hey, you know what? We'll protect our own. How about that? And I say more power to them. Yeah, I agree. Uh, all right. We've got more to come, but we got to take a break. We'll be back. But we got to have law and order. We ain't got none of that now. <laughs> Who was that? With the United States still averaging about 90,000 new COVID infections per day, and uh, apparently there is a large subset we keep hearing about from the administration that refuses to get vaccinated. You anti-vaxxers, you who refuse to get a jab uh, with something that you don't have any long-term studies on. Dr. Fauci here is uh, apparently still going on television saying that we still, look, we're not over it yet. We still need to be careful. Uh, the U.S. is still in pandemic phase of the outbreak and we have to gain control, but uh, it's going to be very difficult because so many of you will not just get vaccinated because obviously don't you know that it takes 
you getting vaccinated for other people's vaccines to work properly. By the way, YouTube, that's a joke. I'm not actually alleging that. Uh, but let's listen to Dr. Fauci say it in his own words. Watch. So let's look at where we are right now with COVID-19. Next slide. I As I mentioned, much of the world and until very recently and still we are in some aspects in the pandemic phase of the outbreak. However, most recently, as shown on the chart by Dr. Walensky, next slide, we are seeing now a decline in acceleration and a turnaround of cases. Where do we ultimately want to be? As I mentioned, it is going to be very difficult, at least in the foreseeable future and maybe ever, to truly eliminate this highly transmissible virus. No. And again, as I mentioned, we've only eradicated really? one. So what are we looking for? Next slide. We're looking for a level of control of the virus that would allow us to be able to essentially approach the kind of normal that we are all craving for and that we all talk about. Uh, you noticed there, I'd love to see the rest of that because you noticed there the last two remaining bullets were elimination and eradication. Uh, but he says, I, I thought pretty clearly in this, like, oh, hey guys, we know that we were trying to sell it to you. Like we probably could just get rid of this virus, but I, I guess as it turns out, it's actually a virus like all the other viruses and we're not going to be able to get rid of it because viruses are kind of going to virus. Uh, and it just feels like he is just purposely setting us up to be in pandemic mode for forever, right? Mm -hmm. But I guess my question is, and again, I just like to give this disclaimer, we need to record one so that we can play it before every time that we talk about this. We are not medical doctors. So any information that we give or any opinions that we give, uh, just know you should go see your medical doctor if you'd like to get any sort of medical advice, okay? But it just seems like I'm right. I'm just an average stupid American. What do I know? It seems a lot like if you had a vaccine that was working, the cases would not be going up. They would be going down if the majority of Americans were vaccinated. Because, we're, again, we're not talking about deaths. He's talking about cases. He's saying we have to have we have to have the cases going down in order to get back to normal life. But we have a vaccine that you're not promised to not get a case. You're not promised to not transmit it to people. They just say it will be less. So why are cases the threshold that we're looking at? When I was a kid, my parents agreed to let me get measles, mumps, rubella, polio vaccines. And they didn't sit around wondering, I wonder if he's going to get polio now. <laughs> right? Like, I didn't have to keep going back and every couple of months you get, get a, a polio booster you get a polio booster no. over and over and over again for the rest of my life like i keep seeing this as a science fiction movie that eventually like we're people are going to keep getting these boosters and it's like you know what you're going to like age quickly and die if you don't get another booster or you, you know you're going to be addicted to the boosters and you can't survive without the thing so i said a couple of weeks ago i said they have to keep pushing this blah blah which is what i call the blah yes. blah and uh, they have to keep pushing the blah blah um, because there's, they have to get as much money out of this thing with the, with the blah, blah and the blah, blah boosters because uh, they're going to be a pill, right? And the pill is going to come. And then what did they announce this week? They announced a pill. Yep, the yep. pill is out. Now, next, what they're going to say is they're going to say the pill is going to be super expensive. It's going to cause cancer and it's going to cause birth defects because they're going to try to keep you on the blah, mm -hmm, blah. Mm -hmm. So the pill isn't going to be, oh, by the way, the color of the pill, it's red. 
<laughs> that's funny. That's really funny. Yeah, ain't that though? Uh, so anyway, I can write the script at this point in time. Um, you know, I feel like there may have been a pill that people I don't know discussed. I'm gonna have a very we weren't big, allowed to have a conversation about. Listen, based on Fauci's suggestion, remember when I say this administration when they suggest something, I'm gonna go the other way. I'm, we're gonna have a massive Christmas party. I'm hosting a Christmas party, right? It's gonna look like Freddie Mercury in that Queen movie, you know, where he comes out with the you know the big and the, like this naked party with little people and elephants and giraffes. Like, I'm going to throw, and we're going to socially undistance. We're going to be so close. We're going to spit in each other's mouths. We're gonna, we are. We're not going to wash hands, no antibacterial, nothing. We're going to have a great time. Are we invited? Oh, of course you are. It's going to okay, be a big go. party. Okay, go. I want all of my pure-blooded people. <laughs> my, yeah. What's, pure-blooded. What's, what's crazy is they still won't recognize that, I mean, the only reason Biden probably got elected was probably because of COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was their there was their mm-hmm. only mm-hmm. messaging on the campaign. Yes. Remember, remember, they were even well, that and Orange Man bad. That and Orange yeah. Man bad. Um, but I think we were all numb to that at that point because it had been four years of Orange Man bad. Um, but I mean, <laughs> remember they were making spectacles of it. Remember Biden would walk out to an empty like backyard mm-hmm. and there'd be like those circles drawn mm-hmm. on the ground and there'd be like three yeah. people, yeah, hoops sitting in them. I mean, that that was their entire message. The message was that Donald Trump had not handled the virus like he should have. And then you start seeing the, the moves that they're making. Like, so their holy grail is this vaccine. Mm-hmm. Well, you wouldn't have had that if not for Donald Trump. It would still right. be in clinical trials right now right. if not for Donald Trump. Um, so he Fair gave time. them the tool that they are now, you know, okay, forcing it's, it's, on everybody else. Yeah. Can, can, it, I make a, can I make a, just a quick point to that? And, and Jason, you keep throwing me these softballs and I like them. <laughs> they, uh, because you get me fired up at this stuff. So, so you remember when Cuomo and Kamala and Biden all in essence say, hey, it's a Trump vaccine we're not taking. Yes. Like it's suspect, mm-hmm. we're not yes. going to do it. I'm going to trust the science, I'm not going to trust Trump. And, and okay, so that was between like June and January when Biden took office. They weren't going to do it. Everybody was opposed to it because it was a Trump vaccine. When are they going to be held responsible and be held accountable for people who died of coronavirus who could potentially have listened to that advice and said, you know what, we're not getting vaccinated because Joe Biden said he, he doesn't trust the Trump uh, vaccine or Kamala Harris or Andrew Cuomo or any one of these lefty lunatics that are out there. Uh, we're not talking about that, are we? So, mm-hmm. See, they gave misinformation. When are we going to fact check them? When are we going to uh, censor them and reel them back in and say, hey, you're responsible for all these people who died? And by the way, more people have died with COVID, not of COVID, but with COVID this year than all of last year, and right. we're just in October. Well, and that, but that's why I'm saying, and we've had a vaccine that millions and millions of Americans have taken. Yeah. Here's that, the thing. that doesn't but make here's the thing. sense. If, if you get it, it takes 14 days. If you if something happens to you within 14 days of getting it, you were unvaxxed. Right. If you go get a booster, then it takes another 14 days. If you die within that period of time, well, you weren't fully vaxxed, right? Right, right. right. So it's a farce. There's a reason. See, this thing, it changes when it goes through your body. That's why in uh, China, they're, they're swabbing your butthole <laughs> and not your nose anymore, because after it goes through your system, it comes out as something completely different because it was made in a lab to kill you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just want to know that when the, the people that voted for Biden because they think that Trump botched Corona, when are they starting to realize, oh, wait a minute, the messaging that I was given is now completely, complete and total bullcrap? Right. Because remember, what did, let's think about it. What has Biden done to combat Corona that wasn't done under Trump? And the only thing I think of is he made those big public displays of you have to wear masks on federal property and while yeah. riding in an airplane. That was already happening. Right. That was already happening. The only difference is that he didn't cut, he didn't have a public speech and say it. It was yeah. all that was already the policy. Get That's vaccinated. all he's done. <laughs> Get vaccinated. <laughs> I mean, or don't. All right, we got to take a break. We'll be back. <laughs> well, Sadie, you're still here.
we go. We have to play this. Uh, there was a Napa Super Dirt Week Pro Stock 50 event at Oswego Speedway, and uh, there were some kids who were kicking things off, and I don't think the announcer was expecting this type of uh, kickoff watch. They're going to help kick this thing off. All right, guys, ready? In three, two, one. Drivers, start your engines. Let's go, Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I would have, I would have totally high fived that kid. I'd have been like, boss. Does move. that, does that not remind you of when Kanye West was on that, uh, the thing for the <laughs> yes. hurricane with Mike Myers, yes. and he's like, also George Bush doesn't like black people, and Mike Myers is like, <laughs> yeah, he, he, you see his eyes <laughs> already looks over the back of the camera. Moment of panic. Let's get a free shirt right here. There you go. Hey, let's show it to him. To me. Oh, he's not Come on. Where's the shirt? We got to do There it is. There it is. There it is. Let's go, Brandon. That's what that stands <laughs> and for. And where can people get that, Chad? Uh, Chadonblaze.com. And where can people get the book that they absolutely have to have watch chad.com we've got we've got a new uh, sweatshirt coming out there uh, tonight actually let's go brandon i love it i love it let's go brandon that's it for us i guess we'll see you tomorrow thanks for listening to the news and why it matters we hope you enjoyed the podcast if you'd like to watch the program become a blaze tv subscriber and start your free trial now at blaze tv.com